This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Jazz with a high drive out toward right. Joe is back. He turns and looks, and it's long gone. Jazz Chisholm Jr., a three-run home run. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. Coming up next hour, we'll have Ed Egros join the show and we'll also talk to Ryan McDonough, our Odyssey NBA insider, on game one of the finals tonight. Their thoughts on the series, so we'll get to that. We tentatively have a nickel or dime schedule for 20 minutes from now, so who knows what's going to happen with this show for the next <laughs> uh, hour or so. But right now I do know we're going to talk about some Major League Baseball, which includes an interesting card today, a doubleheader between the Yankees and the Angels. The Mets traveling out to play the Dodgers tonight in Los Angeles, which uh, could be a preview of an October series. Dodgers coming off getting swept by the Pirates. And uh, Johnny Cueto and the White Sox trying not to get swept out of Toronto. Alex Manoa on the mound. Um, there's a lot of ways we could start. Where do you want to start, Joe? The White Sox, Blue Jays, Yankees, Angels, doubleheader. What are you thinking? Let's start with the doubleheader because we have a phenomenal pitching matchup in game one. Otani and Cortez. Angels at the Yankees. Otani is an underdog. I repeat. Shohei Otani on the bump is an underdog because he's pitted against a, a guy that's top five in AL Cy Young odds right now in Cortez, guy that quickly moved over, over like the last month from 50 to one all the way down to the 11 to one range. Do you just, is the approach, let's not overthink it. Otani's a dog. You just take that opportunity because they don't uh, occur very often or do you, or is, is there a deeper angle here? No, I'm thinking Otani uh, in the first game. I mentioned a couple nights ago that the Yankees, or the Angels, excuse me, are better against lefties than righties. Now, they didn't hit Montgomery that night. I said it, so I felt like a dummy afterwards. But the, the, the point holds true. They, they've been better this year against left-handed pitching, so maybe they get to Cortez a little bit. But it's Otani as a dog. I mean, you, you said it there. Otani is pitched well. Obviously, his bat's in the lineup because he could do both here. It's um, – it's interesting to look at some of the props as well in this game. Otani, seven and a half on the strikeouts. Cortez, six and a half. And I haven't seen this market all year. We, we did this a lot during the playoffs last year. Uh, total hits allowed is also up. They're both at four and a half. Total hits allowed, I'm seeing this this morning. They're both at four and a half, Otani and Cortez. Um, and, and Cortez over four and a half is juiced significantly. A minus 140 on the over. Otani's minus 112 each way over under four and a half. So they'll get a lot of action on this one, I'm sure, because it's Otani. But I like the Angels on this one, plus money. And where are we on the total 
on this map. Seeing seven. Boy. Overs juiced. Seven across the board. I don't I don't want to go over under in under seven in the Yankees. Look at all that firepower in both offenses. I, yep. I can't I can't do that. Yeah, Jake brings up uh, Otani has had one start in the Yankees, and he was rocked last year. He didn't get get out of the first. I, yeah, I need a larger sample size than that. I'll still yeah. for him. That was about a year ago. I remember the game. Uh, I do too. Yeah. Wasn't that right, that right at the been run? The only hiccup in MVP here. I know, and wasn't it right around the run where he was striking out everybody? And every, and then we talked about like, do we go over strikeouts? It probably was juiced to a crazy number, and he got he got hit around and out of the game early. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at Yankees against Otani. Um, you know, the ones that'll be in there today. I mean, some of these guys have okay numbers, but Stanton Stanton's not going to play. Obviously, he's on the injured list. So, yeah, I, I don't think that Yankees lineup like it, when Stanton's not in there, there's something missing around Aaron Judge. Like they're they're just missing a really big bat. Um, I like Otani today. I'm going to be on that side of this game. I have one I'm looking at. What do you got? What do you guys think about Ty France over one and a half hits? It's plus 145. Against Jordan Lyles? Yeah. He had three yesterday, so I don't know. Maybe he's going to cool off and don't do that, but he is one of the leaders uh yeah he has the second most hits in MLB yeah he hasn't cooled you, off all year he's sitting 355 i mean this wow. this guy's just he's not cooling off and it's plus 145 it's tempting so it's what is it what how many hits plus over one over, and a half two hits two, two hits um, yeah yeah i mean it's always it's never easy to get multiple hits in a game but the guy's got 70 hits this year in 50 games he's been a, he's been a machine he's been you know, one of the best hitters in baseball. He has more multiple hits in a game than just one hit, you know, looking at his game log here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's three, been great. Two, one, two, three, one, one, two, two, one, two, one. What, <laughs> yeah. what do you guys think about me calling him Ty Paris? Ty Paris? Uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> wondering why you had this smirk on your face i'm like does he hate this bet or he likes it where are we where are we going with this yeah i don't have a strong opinion on this all right i'm sprinkling it let's go now is is he ty paris until he like makes an all-star game then he gets to be ty france again or is he always ty paris no i mean maybe i'll go to another european country if he performs well you can go ty germany (laughs) i'm going over on ty germany's today I like it though. No, he's 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 been great this season, and he doesn't have a, a, a split. Like he's he hit really well against righties and lefties, so that one works. Okay, so we got the Yankees play in that Yankees Angels play Otani in the first game. Aaron brought up a play in the Seattle Baltimore game. Joe, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, how about I don't think he made the LOL list, but he certainly can, and we'll get to a couple of guys facing off on the LOL list as well. But here's another one. All right, Chris Archer is a favorite today. And he has some terrible history against his Tigers lineup. A key component. I mean, let's see. Miggy's hitting over 400 against him. Jonathan Scope's been terrific. Oh, my, six homers. 
Oh my goodness. Uh-oh. That's six homers. Did we hit that one last time? I think Was so. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Baez is hitting 529 against him. Do we just take the Tigers as an underdog in this matchup today? We might have to. Now, do we worry at all about the starter for the uh, Tigers? Don't know much about him. He's young. He's been. Um, he's 26. Made five starts. It's not Scooble. He went last night. No, well, they're avoiding that. That's true. Uh, he's just not striking batters out. He's had some success. The ERA is at, ERA is at three. I just wonder if this is a high scoring. If this gets to the bullpens, but I'm I'm good fading Archer. Can we just play? I might play the Tigers runs. What's the Tigers run total in this game? Four. You could go, or do you want to do first five? We could do that. That should still be close to a Tigers plus one hundred four. I do feel better about that, don't you? Mm-hmm. An early lead. It doesn't take four runs. They could just have three or whatever, and you still you still maybe win that one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Instead of – yeah, you get a little more a little more value at plus 115, but then you don't have to worry about it as much. Yeah, I'm good with I that. I love the Blue Jays today. I don't want to drop minus 200 in a regular season game against the White Sox. Okay. Do you want to – you want to do one line? Is that too much? I mean, without Tim Anderson, that offense is it's lost. Might be time to fade Johnny a little bit. I do like Johnny Cueto, but he's going to come back to earth a little bit here. It's not going to. He's not going to dominate forever with the stuff he has these days in Toronto. Yeah, you're getting on the run line. It's you can get up to plus one ten. I like that. So you got a, you're calling a sweep. White Sox get swept here. Swept out. Manoa's been great, and he's been great in Toronto, which is not an easy place to pitch. He's been great everywhere, but he's been especially great at home. I just do you feel good about the White Sox lineup with they're throwing out there against Manoa right now. I don't. Feels like uh, Vaughn is the only guy hitting. Andrew Vaughn. Yeah, I know. Well, they don't have it. It's they're bottom five every offensive category. So. Yeah, there's nobody hitting in that lineup, and the the injuries are just killing them. Pollock had a good game yesterday. They put him in the leadoff spot after trying Grandal a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are not happy about that because I know Grandal gets on base, but he's having a terrible season overall. Um, they're, they're in that back end of that contract, and it's looking ugly right now. Pollock did much better. He went two for four last night, went yard. So I assume they're going to stick with that. But it's a, it's a mess, man. <laughs> when you get to the seven, eight, nine in the Sox order, it's it's just terrible. It's AAA baseball. Yeah, it, I mean, look when you have that many players out, it, this happens. It's just that they, it's clustered on them. They have so many injuries at once right now. It's like, what, what are we looking at? You have no depth. Yeah. Nope. I, uh, I, I am still favored to win the division. Five game gap. There's an, an eighty-one one gap between the Twins and the White Sox, and the White Sox are still favored. I have to interject. What? We, what? The Padres just released Robinson Cano. And instead of calling up, you know, C.J. Abrams, they called up Nomar Mazzara. Get out of here. He's still around? Go, he should have been done a few years ago. So that, dumb. That team can't hit around Machado. I was watching the Cardinals. I was watching Wayne Wright the other night against them, just mm-hmm. mowing them down. They're going to – I know Tatis will come back. But they—they're a one-man show. That team. And Nomar Mazar is not going to fix it. <laughs> He's not going to help. 
They have a top pros. They have a top five prospect just middling at AAA, and they won't call is him. That, up. Is that just waiting for a date? I know like, because I he started the year on the Padres. He made the opening day oh, roster. Huh. But no, let's go with There's the been a few moves. Sara. So you sounds like you have a love hate relationship with that organization because they're smart enough to to acquire this top end talent. But how they handle that talent and when they bring them up. So dumb. Like, Miller does this time after time. Like, he acquires this talent or he makes these big moves and then just bungles it. It's just weird. Like, he's like ice cold or red hot with being a good GM or not. It's wild. Yeah, it is weird. Would would you guys consider the pod? Last I checked, they were 17, 18 to 1. Are you thinking because their offense doesn't have enough depth? They can't in the world. Series. I mean, I brought it up what last week at seventeen to one. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, they're still playing pretty well despite their like despite what Eric Hosmer being their second best hitter. Yeah, he is their second best hitter by, by a lot. Oh my Just god, that's terrible. And I, you look at their team. So they have a one twelve OPS uh, ERA plus, like they're twelve percent above mm-hmm. average pitching. They're ninety five offense. They're five percent below average, and that's what Machado having. You know, ridiculous season. They just don't. They don't hit. I mean, if you if you get him out three times, you beat them. They just they can't hit right now. Yeah, I don't think Mazar is going to help. Um, has the number come down on the Dodgers enough that we we grab him on a bounce back against the Mets tonight? Jeez. You could have said that the last few days. I know, but I was actually I mean, looking at this earlier. Tonson's been good, like really good. But this is who he's faced. Colorado, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Arizona three times, Philadelphia, San Francisco. I would say that you could make the opposite case. Holy cow, we're getting the Mets at plus 150. That's yep. That was my thought. Yeah. Because Walker, Taiwan Walker has been pretty good this year. He has. 2.83 earned run average. The whip at 1.26. He has. He's been... He's been better than we've seen in a while with him. Yeah, I would I would lean toward that way if I'm making a play in that game. Can you let's see, what is the spread? Yeah, no, it's laying too much to get the run and a half. Is it so crazy be- that the Marlins yeah. are minus one fifty against the Giants? Alcantara's throwing, but that seems yeah. heavy for the Marlins. I know. I think it's I thought the same thing, but it is Alcantara who, what, he had 14 strikeouts his last outing? Yeah, he was awesome. What was that number? It's Marlins are favored. Marlins are minus 148 tonight at home against the Giants. Giants plus 126 with Wood. Wood's been a blah. Like, he's he's not been very good. That's just his career. Yeah. Six and a half feels like an interesting. Do do we, is there anything? About the Marlins playing two yesterday in Colorado and having to fly back, that feels like a tough turnaround. They played a doubleheader late last night in Colorado. Long games, using two. a lot of pitchers too. Yeah, but I so mean, he kind of meet Alcantara to go yeah. seven or eight, which he usually does. I mean, he could right. do that. So if you're going to take San Francisco, you only take full game plus one twenty six. I see. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, we have to uh, talk about this one. Flexing against Lyles. Puke. Total, Aaron's game. Puke. Not as high as I thought. There's eight still an eight and a half out there. Most of the market has nine. We have to go over. I mean, it's or the only way time. I'm watching this game. If, if, if you, I got something on this. <laughs> <laughs> Ty France. 
There we go. I'm actually doing <laughs> Ty France two plus total bases. Shout out to OG plus. We've been hashing out our MLB chat or bets there you in go. the chat. <laughs> a, a double takes care of everything, right? You don't need two hits. A double, you're in. Two it's all, it's minus one fifteen, and he's gonna parlay it. Suarez and France two plus total bases plus three fifty. Uh, the first five total for Flexen Lyles is five. Over. Yes. Let's get some offense going. Over there. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks for BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. We will uh, have a nickel or dime next, at least we think. We'll see. Well, that's up next on the BeckQL Network. (laughs) These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BeckQL Daily. From BetQL.